And now we did it. Wow, that was the first time we tried a live edit. Big Mike. This is the studio is getting a little bit more technological than we like. Episode ten. Uh, welcome, Eric. Welcome to the biggest podcast studio that you've ever yeah, been to. Thank this you is a so big much. Show. This is a. Uh... This is beautiful, man. And I'm not I don't even mean that ironically. This is very nice. I'm comfortable in here. Got a fan over here. This is Good. a it's called the fire trap because there's wires everywhere. Yeah, this is this is we're not making it out of here No, alive. like one spark in That's this whole sure. 845 Third Avenue is going down. That's right. Good thing we are uh, you, you you don't know any firemen, do you? If they walked in here, that'd be <laughs> Yeah, this is be, this is definitely it. not up to code for sure. Definitely not. Uh but like when you're next to like a law office and accountant, you know, no one's going to I don't think anyone's going to pull the alarm on us here. Yeah, right? Uh but welcome back into town. So you're um, Thank you, man. Good uh, to see you, Jiggy. I know. I know. It's I been... apologize that I was a little late. Hey, you said you I'm, had a story. I'm the worst New Yorker of all time because uh, <laughs> I'm from Staten Island, which is very arguably not a part of New York. A lot of people like to say the black sheep of the, uh, of the boroughs. And I have no idea how to take the subway. I got off at the wrong stop twice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> did you, you didn't take this ferry over, did you? No, 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 no. So I took the express bus in, but I got I got lunch with a, a friend of mine, and then I left him. I had plenty of time. <laughs> I get on the subway, I look at my iPhone, I'm like, boom. First of all, I couldn't even find where, the, where to get in the subway. Finally found that, got on the right train. Then I guess I was, when you like lose service in between stops, I guess my my like GPS got messed up. And I was like, oh shit, I'm here. <laughs> Ran out and then my iPhone readjusted. I was like 10 stops <laughs> away. So I had to get back on the train. Then it got off at the wrong stop. I had to walk here. You're on the so, Roosevelt Island tram. I'm the worst. Every time I took the subway before when I was younger, like going to open mics and stuff, I'd always end up in Brooklyn. I never knew what I was doing. Well, the train is like super intimidating for people who haven't been here before. It took me about a year to figure it out. And then I would only take the lines that I felt comfortable with. Like yeah. I would take any time because when you come in, you're looking at, okay, there's a four, five, six train. But it's also the huh? like the green line. Yeah. But I would know. I would only take the six. I didn't know how if the four or five would go to the yeah. right spots. Mm -hmm. I, it's very intimidating. And being from Staten Island, I never – because we, we, everybody has a car. So whenever I'd come here, do you know what the express bus is? Uh, so we yes. call it, it. It's like a nice. It's like a nice bus that it looks like kind of like a baseball teams take. Yeah. For like trips. So I just take that. I'm not dealing with anything. I just get on a, on, a, on a nice bus and I'm in the city. So when I'm like in this, I have to stay around the city. That's when I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused. I so. will say on the reverse of that, the one time it might have been when I did that show with you down in Staten Island. Okay. And I had to take the bus down to Staten Island, which I had never done before. And yeah. as someone who lives in Manhattan, good luck with that. Completely different experience. <laughs> yeah, I get there's to no the, numbered streets. No, I get to the. <laughs> I'm like, where are we going? And so much more expensive. I remember I tried to swipe my card or pay for it, and they're like, it's seventeen dollars. I'm like, where are we going? We're going to Atlantic City. <laughs> it's like completely different. You get in this big bus, and then people, you're just on the bus for like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's an hour, at least an hour. That's right. In traffic too. I remember sitting on the on yeah. the I'm like I, I I hope I'm going to the right place and then they mm -hmm. just let you off on the side of the road like at an Italian restaurant. That's right. It, they always let you off in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> That's no matter like where it's it. on you're in. It just there you go. Here's your Italian restaurant, buddy. Get off. Yeah, we're here so. at the, we're at Mama Dillo's. Uh, anyway, I made it. So I'm happy to be here. It's good to see you. Yeah, great to see What's you, man. What's going on, man? Uh, are you uh you're still in Austin, yeah? I'm still in Austin, Texas. That's right. Yes. Um I like it a lot. We're pro I got married last year, so we're potentially looking at at. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be moving to the East Coast within like a year Coming back or two. East, yeah, yeah. You know, pro. I mean, I, I have a lot. I you know, big Italian family. So like, when I start to get her pregnant, <laughs> I'll probably you know want to be around my family more. And uh, you know, I think I want to just get up in New York a little bit more and just be more involved in the comedians here. I'm starting to make a lot of friends, and then it's like I got to go back to Texas, which is like in the middle of nowhere. It worked out for where my where my career is at one point. 
but now I feel like maybe I, it's like it's maybe maybe time to leave. I when I lived in Orlando, I remember people would be like, "Oh, you live in Orlando? You you must go to Disney World every day." And I feel like the every comedy day. equivalent to that in Austin is like, "Oh man, you uh, you live in Austin? What are you you friends with Joe Rogan?" Absolutely, every single person, right? That's right. What's funny is my first show there, I met him. He was in the green room. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, just... it's kind of true. Um, yeah. So there were he just opened his place. His he just opened that. his comedy his comedy place. But for a while they were operating out of this place called the Vulcan Gas Company. I was good friends with everybody there. It was a great time. I got to I get to hop on shows whenever I want. Yeah, it's just a personal thing. It has nothing nothing against Austin. I love Austin. It's super cheap to live there. Um, it's just, you know, getting to a point where I'm not so much like a starving artist to where it's like I got to live where it's like cheap. It's more, now it's like, all right, where is ideal? Where would I like to live for the rest of my life? I think we're like done moving cuz like, you know, LA, then we moved to Austin and I'm in New York so often that um you know, but yeah, there, that, there is a big problem. Everybody thinks that like you're supposed to be friends with Joe Rogan, and like I just feel like I, that's not who I am. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Like, if, if, whenever I saw him, I'm not gonna be like, hey Joe, you know, you know, comedian, right? You want to, you want to be friends? You come up with I'm a platter of elk. I can't do it. There's a lot of guys trying to like, yeah, trying to give him like DMT, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not that kind of guy. I think Joe Rogan would hate my guts. By the way, <laughs> look at how I'm dressed. I don't know anything about elk meat. I don't like MMA. <laughs> I have hair, so everything. I think so he's he, a little guy too. Is he? Well, yeah, he was. Jacked, I'm fucking around. He was a sweet. He was nice to me. It was a two two interactions I had with him. I'm, I'm not gonna like we're friends. Uh, but but no. I think uh, there's something. It's it's coming over me recently too. Of like I'm in my 30s and like I'm like man I don't know like getting an inkling to kind of like go home. I don't know. Where's Maybe, home for you? I grew Boston, up outside right? of Boston, so yeah. like there's more times and I don't know if it's like I have two uh, grandmothers who are still alive and like I, so the longer I go without seeing them, of like course. It, you know you feel like a certain way and. Uh, I think it's kind of natural. Like you, you spend your twenties moving away from and doing establishing your own thing. And I That's think it's right. kind of natural to be like, well, I don't know what what are my roots. What's one hundred percent? There was uh, I, I heard this this funny. This, someone had a great tweet. I apologize if, if the comedian he's not he's not going to hear this, but it was a comedian that said like, I moved back to Boston after twenty years in L.A. and it felt so refreshing to meet a little boy named John. <laughs> Because like, and that's the thing too, is like, I, I do, they, what do they say? You get more like, I don't know, maybe conservative as you get older, not really political, but like in terms of like how you live your life, what you, when you are around, there is a nice slow pace. Like, um, when I'm around my friends who live in like cities, they don't realize that like, I'm, I'm, I'm a boring guy as it is. So like I'm 33 and half of my friends are married with kids and they're doing that thing, and I'm not really there yet. But and then the other half are just high playing Fortnite, <laughs> and I don't belong there either. So I'm just like, you know, my friends are always like, "What are we doing after this?" Yeah, we go out to a birthday dinner. Like, oh, what are we doing now? I'm like, we did it already. <laughs> it's done. That we we did we did the din the dinner. I'm not going to a bar after this. Are you nuts? So like, yeah, it's it's that time in your life where you start to see the attractiveness of just like slowing down and maybe just like. I don't know, talking to the mailman. <laughs> it is, it's, uh, it's fun to watch, to see uh, from, from one, one link away all your friends doing what they end up doing. And I've seen yeah. some of my friends who, like, I, when I graduated college, who had babies when they were, like, 22, married, right. happy, you know, and I see them have kids. Like, their kids now are, like, fucking real people. That's wild. You know, they're, like, yeah. they're playing Little League, but, like, hitting the ball. Yeah, you know, and then there's I have other friends like my friend DJ PJ who comes on this show, who's like literally still playing beer pong and getting excited about it. <laughs> like he gets excited to play and to win. I have a whole beef with beer pong. 
I really do. I wasn't like, uh, my friends were just like, I always wanted to like be hanging out with each other and like at a party vibe, kind of talking to girls or whatever. And then my friends would, they would act like they're going to a tournament. <laughs> it's like, we, is this a yeah. Friday night where we're trying to like meet girls or should you guys be wearing matching jerseys? What are we, what Do are you, we doing when here? When you played beer pong, I was watching, um, what movie I was watching? Some, like a college movie the other day. Uh, oh, 20, it was 21 or 22 Jump Street. And they were playing beer pong with paddles and like hitting the paddles with the ball huh i've never seen this but i in a lot of movies they depict beer pong as like ping pong like you hit the ball with the paddle and then you try to get the ball into hollywood, the cup hollywood always does it weird they, that's a, it's that's always a complete like, miss something's always off there's always like this these aren't real people like <laughs> why why can't the kids in movies be 17 why do they have to be seniors in high school and be 28 years old? <laughs> yeah. Like that's I think Stacy Dash in Clueless was like almost 30. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she looks incredible. She could pass for it, but it just like I don't know that it, it built insecurity in me as a kid. You know what I mean? I even, felt like I should have been older or bigger at 16. I looked like I was 6. It was like even casting uh I was I, I like Stranger Things. Like I like yeah. the series Stranger Things, but now you know the the Innocence of, the, <laughs> the innocence of the first season is completely lost. Like you don't have the same connection to the kids when they're like 23. Yeah, and they're kind of sure. they're getting up there. They're getting up there. Their their agents are getting them to be more. You know, now they're like on the cover of Vogue. Yeah, they're and too like, cool. Eh. Yeah, I, that show is funny for me because I love everything but the monsters. I like just yeah. the arcades, the nostalgia. The nostalgia. I don't give a shit about a, a shadow monster. It's hard for me to believe that. You know what I mean? It's hard I'm, for me to, you know. The le the less the CGI, the better. And yeah. I'm I'm totally cool with, what was it, season two when they were just in the mall? I'm like, did it just stay in the mall? I think the whole show should just have been getting jobs. Like, basically, <laughs> I wanted it to be Fast Times or Ridgemont High. <laughs> they don't get the get, job. They're like, this is some Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rid of get rid of the monsters. Because it's hard for me to, I'm not, I'm, I'm nothing against sci-fi, but I guess I kind of do. It's just hard for me to, like, believe that they the suspension of disbelief in stranger things it really you ramped up in the last season they're like you know what's his not the guy the dad's name he gets talks. out of a, he gets out of a russian prison and steals yeah. a helicopter and, and, goes and the monster's the talking to you now it's too you much know? man the monster's like super 80s cliches like what did you think of raiders of the lost ark <laughs> <laughs> so we get it you're in the 80s the, super, the ghostbusters costumes I, th I think the budget is just too much man oh, they, yeah. they don't know what to do with they're it they're making like, the each season is seven years in, in between right like the, the last season two was what 2017 it took a while yeah they took a big COVID break or obviously. three whatever but they got like so much money you know television series i think in general you know when like avatar comes out within the conversation of avatars like this movie cost 150 million to make but you never hear about that with television shows but shows like stranger things cost like 50 million an episode they said that yeah what is it i think it was 30. <laughs> that's an incredible episode. yeah that's a lot that's of money man. Yeah. and in, in atlanta in atlanta so what does that mean i mean that would have been that that's a la 200 easy oh easy yeah <laughs> uh but yeah that show is um a lot of these shows on Netflix, they just get these balloon budgets, but I feel like that's changing a little bit. I feel like they're they're ramping down a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of stuff. What if I you watch do or you don't? I don't really. I really don't. Uh, I my wife and I just started watching Mad Men, which is about twenty years too late. But twenty, yeah. It's a fantastic show. Yeah. It's interesting when your girl sends you a, a show that you you know how long it is. Like uh, my wife just hit me up to be like, <laughs> "Do you want to start Gilmore Girls?" I'm like. From when? And she goes, season one, episode one. How many, and then, how many seasons are there? Too many. You know, like, you know exactly what you're getting into. And then I looked up the IMDb. I'm like, there's 145 uh, episodes of this. That's I a lot of Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls? Girls I, love Gilmore I don't Girls. Know if I, I don't know if I would agree to watch that. Like, she's watching, uh, 
She just my my wife is like my wife started watching the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh. And I'm like, babe, you're you made it. You, you were 30 <laughs> years old. You survived not one episode. It's like starting to smoke in your 40s. It's like you made it through. You, you survived this trend. It's already over. Now you're gonna get sucked into like you you made it. You made it out of Staten Island without being a fan <laughs> of this show, and now you're watching it. So I can't watch that with her. So I would I would give the Gilmore Girls. Real to Housewives life. is what she watches. My wife watches when I'm on the road. And then I get back and she becomes a little bit worse. <laughs> She's like, wants more stuff. She yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Why don't we have a penthouse on the Upper East Side? I'm like, what? Why what are is it on toilet marble? This is ridiculous. <laughs> we yeah. have four dogs. Why don't we have four more animals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we we try to like have middle ground on stuff, but she doesn't watch any like sports. So I'm like constantly, I have to go into these dramas. I have a weird relationship with my wife. It's very unique where I'm never not with her. I don't know if that's unnatural. She goes on the road with you? All the time. This is the longest I've been away from her for about two years. <laughs> <laughs> That's Literally. good. It's great. I mean, I, I, it might be a problem. I mean, I don't know. I love hanging out with her. When when I when stand up started to go well for me, uh, she I was I was like begging her to like basically stop her job. She was like working in L.A. and I. She uh, she left it right before the pandemic, so I was like, "Oh, that's great." Yeah. Uh, so, but then yeah, ever since then, like it's just better to have her on the road with me. She's like also like part like my assistant. She's so. She's really good at everything. So uh, having her was just that's gotta. There's got to be some assistant issues with that, though. No, they're really she, I mean, like you're just like really I don't want this flight goes into JFK. And no, <laughs> and I book all the doesn't... flights. I book all the flights. Uh, she's she's hotel. She's like, she's such a good like manager too. Like I I have like music in my act at the, when I end with like have you yeah. seen? I remember. Uh, and like, if there's like an issue with the sound person, she's just like, I mean, I, why is like nobody like, she's very good at like, <laughs> really good at getting, she's like, just, she's really good. So like, yeah, my friends will ask me, like my friend Joe recently asked me something and I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm never not with Leanna. He's like, you know, when you're like, you're, you're like alone. I'm like, I can't think of the last, I had to like pray for her, like go on a bachelorette weekend to get to watch porn <laughs> or something. You know, it's not often that I'm away from her. Um, so she's always with me and I, we kind of like it. I, I do see it from like as an outside perspective of people listening to this, like what a loser I roll. You need your own no. life, which I totally understand. I'm not going to sit there and be like, no, you're wrong. I get it. Um, but for us, it's like hard to get, uh, but now that she has, like, I wish she had more shows and I had a show, but we're always watching things together, which could be a problem, but I don't know. What I do you like think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that that's, I think it's a great thing. She's great too. Like, when, when I'm a big, I think it's Met, good to have I'm a big Met fan. So when the Mets are on, I'm never like, I'm like, baby, mind if I watch? She's like, yeah, no. I'm like, you want to watch something in the other room? She's like, no, I like the Mets. So she just hangs with me and we kind of always watch the same thing. I think it's good to know, um, I, having someone that you trust, obviously, on the road is really oh, important. Huge. And uh, especially if they, you know, it sounds like she has like a role, a part of the the team, which one million percent, you know? yeah. And I think that makes a huge difference too. Oh, absolutely, dude. It's it's the best. Yeah, being alone is 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 tough. And uh, yeah, I'm just I feel like I'm always like on vacation with her. We're always like in a cool place, enjoying a nice restaurant. I'm very very lucky. I know that not everybody has this like setup, but it'll change, especially when we have children. Like that's kind of why I think that like like we were talking about earlier, going back to where she's comfortable with friends and family, and that way I can just disappear for like either a month or a or weekends at a time and she's you know but i don't know i think you could travel with kids for a little while until they got to go to school i didn't go to preschool we talk about this all the time uh we have a now a vacation list set up into pre and post baby which is a very interesting list mm, and it's li it's literally broke down to she'll come back to me and be like well can you go to bermuda with a kid and i'll be like yeah off the list 
So like that's mm. not right now. So we just booked a trip to Japan. Like anything that's too long of a flight or that's is like really, you know what? Not only is that a good idea, but it's very considerate of the other people on the plane. Say, <laughs> yeah, we're you not, should, you no should, long flights. You need to get like some no sort oceans. of reward or cash prize. That's pretty freaking considerate. But the know? times that I want to just like bang down or maybe I want to go splash around or something and go on a few days down to like the Caribbean or something, uh, not even possible until yep. post baby. Yeah, who wants to? That's a weird, that's a weird place to bring a child. A, a Caribbean getaway where it's like they got to be though. covered with. Lotion. <laughs> no, yeah, but like they can't be getting like, you know, sunburned and stuff, right? Like, well, is that a good place for I a kid? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't travel with their kid right off the bat. Probably takes a couple of years. Yeah, definitely. You have to take a see that. We're going to, to Italy this down. summer. So, have you been before? No, first time. It's amazing. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's funny telling people that I'm Italian. Do you speak Italian? No. That's why it's funny when people are like, yeah, I'm Italian. It's like, really? <laughs> but you got you got say, the... Say something in Italian. Well, you know, uh, gabagool. <laughs> like, fucking, really... um, uh, hey, uh... Yeah, fucking, uh... I took, um... <laughs> I took Italian in high school, remembered nothing. So did I. I took Italian for uh, three years in high school, and then I... Every year for college, I took it as an elective. I still am 12 to 16 credits short. <laughs> I was in college for on and off for like eight years, Took Italian every time to try and get like an advanced, like, you know, two, four, three more credits. Didn't retain any of it. I can no. say I like basketball. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you have all my, every time I took like an exam, they, they, I was always at elementary level. It was like, I like baseball. Mm -hmm. I like to eat. Yeah. Food good. I only liked when like you would take, did you, did you do the tests when the guy, you'd have to take like the test listening? No. What do oh, you mean? Like, you go to like a computer room and you have to take a, a test where you have to listen to it. So oh, I'd be like, fucking out on that. Spagiallo. <laughs> Spagiallo. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Look to the girl next to me. She's putting, like, I don't know, dessert. So I'm like, all right, dessert. Sounds like the guy's got a smudge of some sort. He would always, it was the same guy. No matter what. <laughs> Giallo. Lunerdi. It was always like, I, it, I, I don't know. I did terrible. I wish I, I wish I could speak it. Obviously, it's like, I feel like a disgrace to my ancestors. But even if you didn't you understand it, it's really hard over there because everything is so times fast. five speed course, wise. Yeah. They're just rattling off and you never really learn the slang. Like even if you learned English and you came to New York, I'm sure you'd be lost. Like everyone have to of you'd course, have to slow yeah. down. Oh my god, I can't even I can't even imagine. Yeah, but I can't imagine trying to learn English and hearing the shit that we say. When we got off the plane in Rome and people are just screaming at each other. Roma. 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 <laughs> they were screaming at each other? Oh, everyone is. And like you try, yeah. you pick one taxi or another, and like whatever taxi you pick, oh, they're I all can't screaming wait. at each other. I think it's going to be it's fun. A, but it's an amazing place. Where, what cities are you going to see? A lot. We're doing too much. Um, Rome, Tuscany, Capri, uh, Venice. There's probably more. I don't remember. Do Positano. A do a cooking class when you're over there. Oh yeah, she's. I think she booked that already somewhere. I don't know where. It's a million percent worth it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. I'm that was super the high. That was the highlight. Like, How many times have you been? Uh, I think three now. Wow. But it, it's a jig. J a jiggy. <laughs> Get this guy a fucking <laughs> pasta, please. Uh, the the cooking class I took over there. I still think about it. Really? It's just magical. I took it at this woman's house, and I went on the free oh season. I was by myself. Uh, this was before I met my wife. I went by myself to this. Uh, it was in Tuscany. And uh, it was on the French season in November. So I book, it's like an Airbnb cooking school. So you stay there and you cook. Holy and shit. no one else booked in. So it was just me and this old Italian what woman. What was your name? 
I forget. Please tell me it was like Pina or something. It was something. It was she was she had a uh, public access cooking show in Italy. Oh my god! And this like is, she this had this truffles this is, this is in the SNL backyard. Skip. It was unbelievable. That's incredible. She sends me. I get there the first night, and she's like, "If you want to go eat something, there's one restaurant, and there's only one restaurant in the town." I walk there. Beautiful. Like there's no light pollution at all. I'm walking through, just like. Just this unbelievable thing. I show up to this restaurant. I order pizza. They don't cut the pizza there, by the way. Like, you get a whole pizza, you have to fork and knife it. They don't cut really? it into slices. Where, where, where was this? In Tuscany. Okay. In Rome, they do square slices. But, like, in general, you order, like, a Neapolitan-style pie. I and like Neapolitan-style. And they don't slice it. Hmm, which okay. is an interesting thing. So I'm sitting there with my fork and knife. I'm eating the pizza. And the restaurant was doing... It was, like, a men's club of Italy meeting. So it's just... 85 Italian old Italian guys all standing up screaming at each other. I'm like literally I could it was almost like the record stop. They see me in the corner with my pizza. It was hysterical. Oh man, that's incredible. But the best thing to be at the fly on the wall. Ever. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. I just stood there and they're looking at me like, is this guy gonna go? And I'm like, fucking absolutely it's not. It's like Pinocchio or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible, man. It's great. But you guys yeah, are, I you guys will love it. I mean, it's the best walking around in the world it's just getting lost anywhere every, any every like every um she basically booked the whole thing but every everywhere she sent me and like she was telling me like oh pick a hotel i would like look around and i'm just like they it all looks like paradise like i don't yeah. know if like i'm not i don't know if i'm biased because everyone in my family is always you know we always talk so highly of of uh of italy but I, everybody does i guess everybody loves that place right i feel like it's everybody and even the american brands in italy seem more regal and pre prestigious I, I stayed at like a holiday inn in tuscany it holiday was like, inn the holiday inn palazzo <laughs> di prinzo and i'm like what it was like but it's a holiday inn. i i want to get mcdonald's there i just oh, want yeah. i know that it's like i think you can get booze at you can like drink at them i just have to I, I i was in toronto recently and i was like i'm gonna get because uh, they had like some what they have uh it's some poutine. sort of yeah. They do they poutine like there. That. I also heard that like the ingredients aren't as bad. Maybe not in Canada, but I think in Italy, maybe or in Europe, like they they ban like some of the chemicals they put here. I don't know. I just have to try it in a different country. Well, you forget that like McDonald's in other countries, they're mimicking uh, America. So people don't. There's not like homeless people hanging around McDonald's. Like it's it's like a they have it there as like as like as it's like, like art. a thing. It, it's like it's like kind <laughs> they of hire nice. homeless guys to make it look like America. Well, whenever it says like McCafe, <laughs> yeah. it's like really kind of like a cafe. There's like real. It's like nice. Oh wow, really? Okay. You'll, it's the best McDonald's experience you'll ever have. I know exactly. So people, I know I'm, oh, you went to McDonald's and it's like, well, yeah, one one just one meal. I have to just I have to try it. You know. Yeah, and it's like I remember my takeaways from going to McDonald's in other countries. It was like there's like good-looking women working there. People are like hanging out. Oh man, it's a it's a really nice nice experience. I know. I'm excited, man. I hope that it's uh I hope I can keep up and at least understand something people are saying, but I probably won't. And congrats on the uh, marriage. I think we got married pretty close. Thank I was, you. Uh, September, right. I was September 25th. October last year. 15th. Yeah. So right. Wow. Congrats. Marriage neighbors and uh. Not surprised you went with the 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 gold ring. Went with gold. Yeah, I went to... traditional. Yeah, I I was surprised I was even allowed to get one. A ring? Yeah, most guys just are allowed to get a, a silicone oh, fuck rubber that. band. I was like, I was a hundred percent gonna get something. Do you know what I'm? You know what I I'm want. getting? I it, I actually got it too. Well, this is this will further people thinking I'm gay. <laughs> I I I'm gonna get a diamond band. Like I don't think that's gay. Basically, what like uh yeah we, we're not see men. I find it interesting. I look at my Instagram comments sometimes. Like, hmm, it's interesting. What makes you gay these days? <laughs> I, I did a diamonds. video one time, and a guy was like, "Says the guy wearing a beanie." 
It was like yeah, beanies. Everyone are gay knows now. beanies are so gay. Ge- beanies are gay now. Now I, I am in a relationship with a man because I'm wearing, my my head was cold. <laughs> so now that's so that's interesting. But yeah, um, I want yeah, I just want like typical like our whole wedding. We wanted to like feel like it was from like 1989. We got like an old tiered cake. We oh, ha- I love we, that. we got a stretch white limo. You never I see limos no, anymore. You don't see that. You, they're anymore. hard to get. It was old. It was shitty. It wasn't even like a nice one. Like it was hard to find. I originally wanted to get like a. A '57 Chevy Bel Air. I just I love that car. I wanted to drive it. Is that what's a? I I would have to see it. What's a Chevy Bel Air? It's like whatever like you're thinking of in a 1950s car. Like it has like the, the has the uh, fins in the back. Yeah, yeah. A '57 Chevy Bel Air is like my. I'm not even like a car guy. I'm not even a classic car guy. I it's just like beautiful. It's just, it's just like the perfect looking car. But these old guys, it is like trying to look up. at that oh, thing. Oh, that thing's sick. Yeah, I was trying to get a convertible too, which is just like to find one that you can rent. Really hard to find one you could rent and you, the, the renters allowed to drive, non-existent. Well, it's hard because I think that you have to have special licenses to drive cars like that now, don't you? Or like I don't think so. They, no, these guys are just super, super, uh, I don't want to say selfish with them because it's like their life's work. A lot of them, they, they're only, only I'm allowed to drive it. So they wouldn't, I'm like, dude, I'll give you, how, name a price. I'll give, no, only I drive it. They, they'll drive them with like their chauffeurs or whatever. Like they'll chauffeur so they, me. So you could have got that, but you'd have to be in the backseat. Correct. You couldn't drive it. And I wanted to drive it for the day. And like, I'm like, yo, it's going to be, we got married on Staten Island, which was nice. The church and the venue was on Staten Island, which no, none of my friends do. None of my siblings did. It's always like half on Staten Island, half in Brooklyn or Jersey right. or something. So I was like, it's, 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 I'm going to be, I'm going to be putting six miles on this thing. But I was like, I'll take out a million dollar insurance plan. Nobody would let me take, do them. So I was like, all right, the next best thing, let's try to make it look like, you know, we, like we got a cake topper from the year she was born. I think like I was trying to go for like an old school vibe. So I feel like the ring kind of went yeah. with that. And, and, uh, I just dug this out of my, my grandmother gave, it was her father's uh, diamond pinky ring oh. from like the twenties or thirties. Oh man! Ah uh, man, I would have brought it. I would have showed you. Gotta you gotta put that. You gotta like, put that on and slap somebody with it. Oh, it's like great. <laughs> and uh, my wife's like, "What are you gonna do with that?" I'm like, "Go to the casino. What do you think I'm gonna do? Yeah. Rolling dice with the pinky ring? Oh, are you kidding God. me? You're gonna every drink you're gonna have like this now. Just drinking like this. I just saw a guy outside. It's amazing how things change, like fashion changes or whatever. But uh, I saw a guy outside with like the full blown like 1940s men's gentleman's hat like um like a fedora or like, like a, a fedora or, like or like a newspaper no like a like a fedora like a okay. gentleman in like the 1940s mm-hmm. and then you look if you google 1940s new york it's every single person in new york wore that hat now yes. i saw a guy walking out of mcdonald's in the hat i'm like this guy's fucked up like it's, that, that that you don't see that being that, in manhattan is interesting people dress really um really interesting here and i speaking of Mad Men before like i do miss everything sort of matched you know it's like the way the guys dressed the way the, the, la- the ladies dressed like oh look at oh, that yeah, those thing. Hats. come on man that is gorgeous but or like if, if you, you wear one of those now it's like look at this hipster weirdo look uh Mike, <laughs> let's throw eggs see, at him it, you, yeah i think if you just google like 1940s new york and see if you can get like a crowd of people the one thing oh, you don't man. see which is so funny is and you don't city, see yeah. you don't see the slob like slo- yes. a, a slobby guy just didn't exist. That's you see right. the guy, so, they killed him if they were slobby. Like that guy right there on the far left is probably as slobby as you get, and he's in a full suit. That's right. But he's got the news guy hat, not the other type of hat. I think the world was in black and white back then too. Yeah, they definitely didn't hide. They didn't have color. First uh, of all, this is probably like in August too. By the way, <laughs> think <laughs> yeah, about that. Full a wool suits, six piece suit. They got. They got. But, you know, this is outside. Of like Penn Station, nineteen forty something. Dude, I you wish... can't find one person who doesn't look p- 
put together. Look, look at this. This guy's wearing 19 articles. He's even carrying another article on his arm. I wish arm. that people dress like this. I really do. I really, really do. It's a do. whole nother level. And he's now he's like digging. Like even this kid in the window is still like wearing a suit. <laughs> I was thinking too, like how did it take, how did it take 5,000 years to come up with the t-shirt? <laughs> Think about a t-shirt's not that old of a thing. Like you didn't see George Washington rocking a t-shirt. A graphic tee? Or just like a just a regular short sleeve t-shirt. Like if you saw people like, what did I watch recently? Um, I watched the show 1883. It's like a prequel to Yellowstone. I've never seen Yellowstone. So I watched 1883. I don't know. But it's like in the middle of the summer, the guy, like the dad's getting changed. And I'm like, he's wearing like a wool pajama set. And they didn't have, they didn't have just a regular t-shirt back then. Just to think about how the smallest, like all those, the Romans and all of these... I don't know, like the Israelites, the Egyptians. No one thought, let's make this fucking thing shorter and lighter. The only thing they had that was short sleeve was like iron vests. Yeah. And they weren't just like, we got this other cotton nearby. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, is it like maybe it was cotton because it was lighter? I guess that's the, the advent of cotton. Cotton. When was cotton invented? I feel like that's like a million years ago, wasn't it? Invented. You're asking the wrong guy. Con I have, I have been the questions. I don't have good theories or explanations. I'm like, yeah, they should figure out this thing to make it lighter. That's all I have to do. And then I just sit pre, back. I mean, pre, even in, I can't even imagine what bedding was like in the 1800s. Did they That's 19th like, century bedsheets were invented, typically made of cotton, linen, or silk. So the 15th, 15th century, century, they had cotton. Nobody thought, let's make some clothes so out of this. 14th century, Columbus was like sleeping on hay, straight up. He was sleeping outside. That's why he wanted know. to come to America. He's like, there's got to be something better to sleep on than this. <laughs> That's how, uh, yeah. That's a whole other, like, I, I, I can't comprehend. Are you, like, a fan of history? I, I do like history. I, I do some deep dives. Some of them, yeah, I try, to, I try to as well. And I just think, like, I was trying to figure, like, I watched 1883, and I was like, okay, this is 1883. Yeah, it's a long time ago, but, like, what, I wonder what America was like. I don't even, like, there's no way to tell because we've erased the history, but like in the 15th century, it was just all Native Americans, right? Isn't that just like, I find that shit so wild. I, I had a- uh, Manhattan. I had this thought a uh, couple weeks ago of like, you know when you connect your ancestry and your brain, like even if you did like a 23andMe or even when you think about where you come from, mm -hmm. it goes back to your, you can think about your great grandfather and have a mental visual because maybe your grandfather told you a story. Mm -hmm. But then there's like hundreds of other lines that That's you right. came from that there's a guy that you descended from who was around in like the 11th century. 100%. There's a guy there. He was there. You know, yeah, what was he doing? Yeah. And I wonder where like, what was what was my what was the line that connected to me doing in like the year 300? I don't know if this isn't interesting to people. To me, it's fascinating. But I saw this thing once, kind of similar to what you're saying. It was like a person that it was like this graphic I saw like pop up on YouTube or something, and it said, "You have two parents, right? And each of those parents has two parents. So now we're up to what uh, we have four people or eight people." And then when the more you go up, it becomes like a billion people very quickly. And the guy was saying like, we've never, well, back then there wasn't that many people on earth. So there had to be some crossover. Co-mingling. Co-mingling. <laughs> so we all might be related. Somehow. Somehow far away enough. That's why like we're all brothers and sisters. We're all one. Like every, every religion is kind of based on that concept. But you're trying to see what I'm saying? Like yeah. if... It be, like just because of exponential growth, it happens so fast. There's so many people. It gets it, it gets the number gets so big, 
that the actual numbers get so small. Yeah. It, it, it's just such an unfathomable thing for me to even like wrap my head around. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. I get, I get so disassociated too. Cause I'm like, I had, my mom's one of 11. So like wow. my, there was, I always, I had such a big family that like, I was, I, I knew my grandfather, my grandmother died when I was really young, but my grandfather had like 28 grandkids. So I wasn't that close with him. I don't really, you know, and he died when I was like 20. So like, I don't feel, if I see pictures of my great, great, I just feel so disconnected with them. It's kind of a sad thing. That's, that'd be good to have a smaller family, but I can't even like comprehend. I see pictures of my, my ancestors in, in Sicily and they look like Pocahontas. <laughs> like they're like, they were like, they were like, they look like Native American. They were very dark skinned. They had very dark hair. And it's like, I could see some of my features in that, which is interesting, but yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't know how that 23andMe shit works. I don't know how that. I've never done 23andMe, but I, I, it's something that I've kicked around. I, I wanted to do because like I have, I have my Italian side, which is like my mom's side, mm -hmm. which ironically, uh, my mom's Italian and English. And I know very little about the family outside of my grandparents, but like where they came from when they came to America, I know nothing. But then on my Armenian side, which is my other half, which is a hundred percent. I didn't know you were Armenian. Yeah. All right, Kardashians. Karda you go. Me, Kardashians. <laughs> that's like that makes up eighty three percent of us. But there, <laughs> I know so much more. Like I know a little bit more about when they came over, why they came over, like what they did, and I can kind of line up. Like my um, my great grandfather was like a photographer, which is kind of you know kind of like the in the arts, so to speak, but. So you feel like your parents shared a lot about your your history? Like, do you feel like you are connected to your family line or no? No. I asked my dad about his childhood. I don't know, Eric. Leave me alone. He just <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know your own. I don't know. I'm like, Dad, but I haven't. He won't tell me. That's how you know he has trauma. He won't tell me anything. He just blocks it. He just blocks it. That's how guys from Brooklyn are. They just, like, bury it. You know, talk about my feelings. Ah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, and then he just wants to talk about something else. Uh, my mother... We, she, she has like a lot, she knows a lot about like her, her, her heritage. Um, I saw this great meme one time that was like, my grandparents left Italy for a better life and all I want to do is move to Italy for a better life. Yeah. <laughs> just was like, we were just talking about how great it was. Like you, you go there now. I mean, why, why did they leave? I guess it was Mussolini. I don't Mussolini, know. Mussolini, but that was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you do. And you'll see bad, when you right? go, it's like, <laughs> like I don't know. The pastas, everyone's friendly here. The McDonald's are nice. Why, why, why would you ever yeah, leave what's, here? what's your problem? Great, great. Granddad, why the closest you... thing you can do that here is when people are like still in Canada because of Trump. Like, wait, what the hell did we move up here for? <laughs> yeah, twenty sixteen. Four years and he's done. Yeah, yeah. Can we go back now. Yeah, right. Then get the that memo. guy's gone. Yeah, because everybody forgets. Everybody forgets that Italy was on the wrong side of World War II. They, out of all <laughs> places in the world, that got like not got away with it, but like you never hear anyone. Oh, they got away with it. Yeah, they. they yeah. Everyone that's totally water under the bridge. Oh yeah. It was like 1945, and they're like, Italy did what? Like yeah. it was right. Yeah. Let's talk pasta pizza. That's how you know. Like, uh, it, it's kind of like when someone does something like cancelable. But is on the right side of Hollywood. Yeah, they don't really get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. If the food it's is good, enough, Italy, yeah, if the food's too good, the that's food's hilarious. too good. To, yeah. um, I went to, I went to Germany. I went to Berlin, and it was like palpable. That it was like you could Yikes. still sense like we'll the right war, back. the war in the air. <laughs> Seriously, that's wild. Yeah, because you're, you're looking around and like, you know, I'm thinking like, there's only like. These people's grandparents were they're, not doing good alive. stuff. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're alive still. It, it was like a sense in the air that did something wasn't wasn't right. I mean, that entire city got leveled. I went and 
I went on a tour of Berlin, which is actually pretty funny. And like the entire tour was like, you know, this that it looks like a Barnes and Noble, but this used to be the headquarters of like every the whole tour was stuff Whoa. that used to be something. Yeah, there's nothing there. I mean, there's it's a lot of buildings. Jewish people out there that still won't buy Mercedes, sure, and stuff like that. But that's that's not that long ago, man. Yeah, that's even my grandfather. If uh, he was alive, he'd be, he'd discourage me going to Japan on this trip. Oh yeah, what was that? That was, that was just a madman. He refused to do work with a. A Japanese company. He would have discouraged me from going, but in his in his reality, like he served in World War II in the Pacific, dude. So like, to, if if you would have told him in 1942 when he's in, I think he was in New Guinea, he said that like there's lizards this big, he's getting shot up every day. My grandson's gonna come to Japan for pleasure. He probably been like, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I um, yeah. Just like this weird time we are in this world, this country, whatever. It's like there's always a perspective you you could, unless it's not being purely hateful. There's a perspective you can understand. I never went to war. I don't know what that's like. So you have to understand, like to a certain extent. I understand like his his frame of reference. I'm not saying it's right, but like I, yeah, I can. That'd be kind of weird to me to be like yeah. I just I these were the enemy. They were trying to kill me. We were trying to kill them. Now my grandson's just like going there for like <laughs> I don't know. But grandpa anime the posters. sushi. <laughs> Have you had sushi though? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of a it's, a it's a beautiful thing. Think about it. It's a beautiful I thing that we're living in harmony again. That's kind of what you want. It's a full circle. It, so it is kind of like which is the Japanese flag? Harmony. A circle. A full circle. Oh, full circle. Anyway, there you go. We'll take the next caller. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so uh, the wedding. We we planned. Were you guys always? planning for 2022 or did you have any delays like we we had a little delay like we were gonna i think get married 2021 or 2020 we had to push it back but mm. was were you always looking no, 2022 after. yeah i proposed to her 364 days before our wedding oh you did the classic one was, year oh yeah i yeah we, we i wasn't interested in like waiting i don't get the people who have six year engagements but you were you were you did the wedding home in Staten Island. Did you have a wedding planner? Or did your family take take the reins and help out? No, my family knows I'm too annoying and too uh, outspoken, and I don't <laughs> do well with any kind of social pressure. I just tell them to go f themselves. Um, we had a wedding coordinator, which was beautiful. Her name was Candace. She was absolutely wonderful. My wife did something very kind of cool. Like, so she really wanted her dream wedding was to be like married outside, like in like in um, California where we were living, but. I'm a big anti-destination wedding guy. I'm against them, and I think it's inconvenient for the people going. So unless you had one, I apologize. No. <laughs> um, but I've been to them. I love the people that had them. I, I, I could afford it, but I feel bad for the people. Like, it's just a little bit of a burden. Anyway, so I'm like, we're not going to ask people to go to California. So we found this place on Staten Island that was basically not for weddings. They have, like, uh, I've been there. I had my communion there. It's like an outside place with a pavilion. But we brought in like everything. She brought in like a shit ton of flowers, curtains to go around the whole thing. It was beautiful. She did a really, 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 really good job. Um, and people were asking us where we had it because no one's ever seen that place look like that before. Because they usually have like, it's a little like pre predictable, I guess. They have a kind of the same format there. And no one's really done what we did there. I'm not trying to act like we're so special, but it was just like, uh, just want to do something different. I've been to a million weddings, all identical. We had like a smash burger truck, which was oh, fire. Fun. It was fireworks after because it was outside. It was insane. It was really, really cool. Um, and we wanted, I wanted to just do it quickly. And like, I had to go to a million. I know my friends were probably not even, yeah, another wedding. But I was just trying to make it chill. I didn't have a brides. We didn't have bridesmaids and groomsmen and all that we, stuff. Yeah, we didn't do that either. I was just trying to make it chill and just relaxing. I don't want it to feel like this weird, I don't know. 
it seems like when the the wedding planning goes, there's so many. Uh, I didn't realize how many when you have like groomsmen or you have like a wedding party. There's all these as a guest. There's all these giftable opportunities. Like I didn't realize there's like the engagement party thing. There's like a wedding shower. Then you have like a I'm bachelor against, party. I'm against then, all of it. Yeah, I, I I thought it was too much. Like I did a, a small bachelor party with like my best friends, and then we had uh, the wedding. And I thought that was like good. I didn't want to have everyone have to sync up for for outfits. And all yeah, that no, for sure. I I have my brothers be my two best men because they've been. Uh, I've I only have two brothers. Um, that was basically it. My friends were asking about me. I was thinking about doing something, but a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. Like you're not the party animal. Like not you specifically, yeah. Jiggy. But I'm saying like talking to my friends. Like why are you going to Vegas? <laughs> you don't gamble. You don't drink. You don't cheat on your girl. Why are you going to Vegas? Well, people go to Vegas. Well, I'm not a big. Because people do it. Let's do it. Like, uh, I know girls who went to, like, go to, like, these crazy bachelorettes in Miami. It's like, you don't even drink. You don't party. And then you don't they end to... up just go, staying, doing chill, the so chill now, things. So now yeah. you, all your girlfriends got a bill for three grand. And <laughs> who's enjoying this? It's all for the post to pretend like you're happy? This is so bizarre. Rather just, like, go at someone's house and hang out. Like, that's kind of why I felt weird. My My brother, my older brother, he wanted to, like... Do something for me. My bachelor party. I watched the Mets lose a game to get into the playoffs. <laughs> that was my bachelor party. Um, yeah, man. I, on Staten Island especially. Staten Island, everything is – the volume is turned to a 12. So it's like I can't believe how many events are stretched out from this one life achievement. It's like you could literally – I've seen girls that I know ride out being married <laughs> and having children to – Six years of content <laughs> reiterating the same thing. Like there's the – you can literally see it. Okay, there's the engagement. The night – oh, my God, I can't believe it. Even though she can believe it, she planned it. She knew it was happening. <laughs> she got the nails done that day because she knew it was happening. She told him how to do it. Then there's the next morning. I still can't believe last night wasn't a dream. That's always the next post. Then there's that Thursday throwback to the best day of my life. Then there's that Monday with all the pictures of the people she had that night. So there's like a month of just that she got engaged. Then after it's all about, like I said, yes to the dress, booked the catering hall. It's just like Non-stop. every day. It's like this is the same. And then there's the there's bridal shower, bachelorette. The uh, God knows what else. Her, her, oh my God! Look how cute my my niece's dress she's gonna wear is. They can sh- they can soak that towel every fucking drop, and then I'm just like, this is this. <laughs> the funniest thing is, is now Facebook much. makes it very easy for you to recycle that stuff every year on the year. So then that same time you're like, I can't believe this was a dream. It's like every year for the rest of our lives we're gonna Still get that recycled. Can't believe last year wasn't a dream. This was one year ago. Yes. Can you believe those? So no one cares. Posts. Yeah, I think I think it's a personal development thing, and I, I do. My wife has tried to coach me on this because I am judgmental and mean, because I'm very great. I found what I love in life, and I love my job. I'm think about how lucky you are to to do comedy for a living. Yeah, that's you're really lucky. And a lot of these people, I feel like, aren't really that happy with their jobs and their lives. So this is their way to kind of like this is their stand up comedy. This is their way to like feel acceptance and approval from their family and friends i don't know but i feel like there's definitely something a therapist could dig into with like you're still posting it's a sonogram it's only 20 years ago or less that your wedding day or that whole everything you just described every one of those photos every one of those moments would go into a dusty never like, foam album That's you know right. those foam albums yep we wanted to get one of those there. they're hard you can't and get them. uh 
it would just stay in there, and then once a year, maybe you take it out, or every couple of years. But now it's and it would also be special then, you know, like it would be if you saw your wedding photos twelve years later, and you ha- now you have kids, and they're like, oh my god, mommy, look! But like these kids, when you have children now. Like, can you believe? Oh, look, look, honey, this is when you, you and your father got married. Yeah, mom, I've seen that a thousand times. <laughs> it's, it's still the wallpaper of your picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the hallway. It's in the bathroom. I've seen the pic, mom. So yeah, you, we're ruining like all of that, you know, with like this. But I get it. You know, it, it, I I feel bad for people. I don't want. I don't want. I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to put anybody down. I just feel like if that's really important to you, I feel like you need to just like ask yourself why. Why? Why do I feel the need to? Relive that I'm I'm huffing this this pipe. I'm trying to get high off this off this exhaust pipe again. It's like maybe there's something going on internally. Well, I think social media rewards you. Yeah, in that you're right. Sense, you and know? it's kind and of like that loop. What are you gonna post? Like, and I feel like when when you get you get that like endorphin rush of getting all the likes and comments yeah. and people feeling you know people giving you props. And you feel like the only way that people are gonna like you is if you post. You know, a, a a a picture holding your wife's belly on the beach. We <laughs> yeah. did a thing. I felt that way last year when I started playing softball again, and I posted one picture of me hitting a home run. I'm like, every year, <laughs> I will post this picture, and I will TBT get all the, the best day of my life. Yes, that's hilarious. But at least that's like something you, you know, I not I'm not trying to make this about me or brag in any way, but I proposed to her on stage at a sold out show at the St. George Theater. It's awesome. Which holds almost 2000 people. It was a big night for me and I brought her out at the end, no one knew. And not one person congratulated me on selling out the St. George Theater. <laughs> it was all oh, congratulations on the wedding. What's when's the wedding? When's the wedding? I'm like, does anybody want to like give me a pat on the back for like something that I just did big in my career? No, it was all about the the proposal. Yeah. So it's like they don't care unless it's the content they want to see. No one cares about your your well, your bat flip. They want to see. It was pretty good. I'm gonna show it to you. <laughs> I'm sure it was. You don't got to tell me. Well, I think there's uh there's only a few things uh in life that connect all of us together. It's like having kids. I think finding the one and getting married. Well, I maybe think buying I, a house I think because they can relate to that. Yeah, it's it's the most relatable thing. And so it's the most ubiquitous thing. I think when you fall in love is everyone hopefully experiences that. You have a child, hopefully everyone who wants that experiences that. Yeah. Buying a house, settling down. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, think people connect to it. 100%. I think that, that the nugget, the very, very core of these things are wonderful and beautiful. But you just add 2023 and social media to it and it becomes like a PR stunt. <laughs> and it becomes like everybody thinks they need to. Even though that people, normal people, need – they act like they they are Jay Z and Beyonce, as if they need to make an announcement. They need to make a they need to get a photo shoot to announce that they're pregnant, as if it's like a, a press release for those TMZ. Those are those are tough pictures to look at. But but out of all of them, it's weird that that trend caught on, and it's like when Beyonce revealed her belly and rubbed it, and it was like oh, I want that. But it's like yeah, but this is. This is one of the most famous women on earth. You know who benefited the most out of that is photographers. Oh, yeah. Like, I wish comedy had an equivalent where, like, everyone needed something out of a comedian at some point in their Damn, life. that's a good point. They're like, oh, my God, George just shit his pants. Call the comedian. Call the comedian. That's 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 a really good point. Yeah, I mean, like, all the, all the silly jokes I make about this stuff, I'll get messages from venues being like, please... D- I don't want this to stop. Like I'm, I'm, I'm charging twenty five thousand dollars for flowers, <laughs> you know. And that's the, the the old fashioned thing of like we everybody knows. Oh yeah, I'm having a party Saturday. It's for a uh, I don't know. It's a retirement party. Okay, fifty dollars a person. Oh, I'm sorry, we're gonna switch it to a wedding. Oh really? Five hundred dollars a person, just because they can. Dude, the flowers were insane. I had to look the florist in the eye and go, "Are you fucking with me? Are you fucking with me on these flowers?" Because I go to the deli and I'll get a bouquet go ahead, of flowers. Joe's. 
Trade Rose got some good. They got a nice, nice products. Yeah. If you get a bouquet of flowers, you're talking like 10, 20 bucks if you're splurging. This florist looked me straight in my eyeballs and she goes, $15,000 for the flowers. Mm. She goes, they're from Miami. I'm like, are they coming here in a Learjet? How are they? What are you fucking talking about? These pitbulls flowers? (laughs) Yeah. Are they blessed by the Pope? (laughs) What are you talking about? $15,000 for flowers? Like, I couldn't believe the flowers was hard for me to digest. I don't think we ended up spending that because I was like, I, I just can't fucking do it. I don't know what it I ended know. up being, but yeah. it was unbelievably expensive. So you don't, don't uh, this is where I kind of, I can't find commonality in people. I either feel like I'm too hard or uh, people just like don't talk about it. But like, don't you feel that weddings have just become like this weird show of wealth? It's a, it's a very bizarre industry. But no one's ever talking about that. I know normal I, people with normal jobs whose weddings look at their cost a million dollars. I'm like, this doesn't reflect who you are as a human. I don't get it. It's a, uh, I think that the wedding industry has been just allowed to just go on its own course of pricing that no one checks because I feel like it doesn't affect the people who the bride and groom often aren't paying for it. So there's like I a paid d- for mine. Uh, yeah, we we did ours too. It's like, but there's a disconnect from often from the people who are paying for, for it. So, so I, like, I, I think that's there's true. like one removed. I think like in, in a, in a general sense in like America, that's true. But I don't think people outside of this area, where'd you get married? New York, Manhattan. So, oh, in Manhattan. So yeah, people, pe- uh, when my wife was planning it, she was like, your for you page gets to know you real quick. That, that <laughs> algorithm knows your soul. So she was just getting wedding planning content. And you know, some girls like, okay, um, this is how I booked my wedding on when, on our, our dream wedding for our uh, under our budget, and her budget was like thirty grand. So people in the comments were like, where do you live? <laughs> like, so outside of this area, it's not as extravagant. They're not as so. I, I think that is an East Coast cultural problem where it's like normal people who aren't rich want their wedding to look rich. And I think that's weird to me. I'm always like confused by that because like I know my friends. I know I basically know how much money they make. And I'm like, I don't get this show of pretend wealth because you're not a prince. You're yeah. not a princess. So why not save this money? Why not? I don't get it. And there's some shows. Uh, there was a show, uh, a wedding planning show that was based out of Nashville. And I remember when we were starting to like look into planning stuff, we started watching this show. It was okay. on Netflix. And booking and planning a wedding in Nashville was very different than doing it in New York. Really? They're like, we have $9,000 budget. And then they're like, well, we can't get a cake, but we can get a donut wall or like shit like that. You know, but they were like coming up with these big, they had two, 300 people Holy for $9,000. I'm like, I don't know how that would be possible in New York. It'd be impossible. No, of course not. No, you have to have it in someone's backyard. You wouldn't be. I mean, we, we tried. Eat. We looked at every, uh, we looked at uh, uh, parks. We tried to have it at a park. But just getting like uh, just food would have been like as much as I don't even remember how much it was. It was like I think thirty grand just for just to get like food there, like caterers to like have all that. And they got to rent silverware, chairs, and all this crazy shit. So it would just been I mean it would have been too much money. And also like there's this weird thing in life we have we do to people where it's like just because someone doesn't do it, they think you can't do it. That's like a fear for people to think that they're not successful. Oh, you think I can't afford it? It's like, well, no, maybe you're just smarter with your money. Sure. It's like, yeah, I could afford it, but why would I want to do that? Like to me, that just seems very. I, I think weddings are the number one culprit of that, dude. And no one's. No one like has a problem with it. People, I, no one, no, no one needs to be done. Someone just has to have a really cool, inexpensive wedding, and then maybe we'll start to percolate in the culture where it's like, yeah, I don't know. We just went over. I, honestly, my fantasy wedding, if I were to pick one, my wife's fantasy wedding, 
the first thing she said, I was like, well, just tell me what your dream wedding is. Her first comment to me, she goes, have you even looked at my Pinterest? And that was like, I was already fucked from the beginning. Mm. She goes, did you even look at my Pinterest page? I'm like, That's bad. She's comparing to others yeah. already. Yeah. And a, a Pinterest is just an online database of all the most expensive things that she liked. 100%. She wanted Enchanted Forest wedding, by the way. Mm. She said, I want an Enchanted, Enchanted Forest which is some Disney shit. Like I don't know yeah. I can I know how to get a forest. I don't know how to You know get that's why I, that's why my wife is like she is like my best friend cuz she agrees wholeheartedly with every she wasn't not one of these things that she disagree with. She wasn't like I need to have that, not even a little bit. The only thing that like what did she I think the only thing I I think she really splurged on was the flowers. And like my dad built us a bunch of shit which was great. Um I, I really wanted to get the donut uh, not the donut the uh a smash burger truck which was in that was the coolest thing for that's us. a nightcap right that no that was there for the cocktail hour i was oh, like i want nice. I, was, I want everybody to get a half people didn't even know it was there but um yeah i i, I if if you're listening to this and you're trying to get married soon just you don't need this shit and you're gonna regret it when like you don't even break even like that's gotta suck too it's like aren't you like trying to like, help the future you instead of like i don't know unless you're not paying for it then i guess god bankrupt your parents but um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, it's just such so much more you could we could invest your money in. You yeah, know? that's true. I think uh, I wonder if, one thing that we were surprised about is the uh, the gifting. Did you have any surprises in there? So typical Staten Island Italian, it's just cash, <laughs> cash all the way down. That's another thing I learned. My brother got married and he had friends because he uh, he works for the federal government and. Uh, so he, when he was in training for his job, he met people from Virginia and Texas and like all over the country. And then some of them came to his wedding and like they gave him like gifts and they gave physical him gifts like, like a, blenders like a and toaster shit. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if he gave him a toaster, but you know, traditional like they give gifts outside of this area. So uh, especially on Staten Island Italians, it's just money. It's a bag of cash. I don't think I got anything that wasn't money. I was I was surprised like and we talk about it like jokingly it doesn't make a difference to us but like we've gotten gifts like we got a gift like a week ago <laughs> really we, like it was like we got married like seven months ago hmm but what what was the gift it was like a uh, can you say is it, it too personal no it was like I think it was like a gift certificate or something I for, got for, a gift from one of my aunts or something like two months ago yeah a month or two ago it was cash so I'm like all right. Like yeah, once you get it after a month past a wedding, you're like this is just this is just dinner. Yeah, my wife and I made some money on our wedding, which is like I I think we might have just broke broken even. Breaking even, I think is that's like cherry. If you if you yeah. break even, we were we broke even in, with the honeymoon, which was great. Wow. Yeah. No. Um. I got. I remember. I got to ask her. I don't remember, but I remember feeling like. Uh, yeah, I remember telling her that. Like, I just feel like yeah. Wouldn't you rather get a Tesla? I was like, wouldn't you rather us buy a Tesla? I don't think the answer is and yes. And she was like, of course. So yeah, I was like, All a, right, lot there of, you go. a lot of a lot of women want that day. I mean, I, and I, I, I don't know. After doing it, it's one of those things that, like, I think once you do it, then you can sit back and be like, yeah, I probably could have done it differently, or I don't know, you could have maybe spent less here or less there. But I'm glad we did it the way we did. I feel I, good. I, ours was absolutely perfect. I wouldn't have done it any differently because I don't. And I don't we, we both ended up with the uh, the gold rings. I think they're yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> I'm so happy I went with the gold one. I got a lot of my friends were like, "Oh yeah, you gotta get these like, uh, they're I rubber, the thick silicone ones." Forget that. Do you know how many millimeters yours is? Uh, around like how thickness. Big? This is this how this I know you you're not that into your ring. Oh who, well, who I don't picked know. that out for you. Did your wife? 
She picked it out, yeah. yeah. But she works in fashion jewelry. I had no idea. I was just like, I want a gold one and then put some rivets on it. That's hilarious. Because I literally, I like rivets. designed mine from scratch. I'm like, okay, here's what I'm thinking. Here's my vision. <laughs> here's <laughs> so, my vision. Yeah. If you can't get it all, at least give me some. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I feel like the gold ring is like, it is kind of like an 80s thing. It, 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 it might well, be also like just like classic. It's 50s, 40s, you were talking about earlier. It's all, like all my, uh, my, my uncle Paul had a great, I remember thinking, I always think about him when I, when I think about this one. And he got married. I think 89 or 90. And that just kind of like uh, what I imagine when when weddings felt more about love than show, sure. I guess that would feel, you know. Or, and even, uh, even just, it wasn't that long ago where a lot of receptions, especially in the Italian community, you'd have like the reception in at your house. Oh, hell yeah. Or in the backyard. If my parents had a big enough yard, I would 100% do that. My, I mean, but I, what also sucks though is like my immediate, before I'm even like into friends, was 90 people before I was even <laughs> this is just basic aunts and uncles first cousins it was 90 how many people. people did you have at the wedding uh I don't remember I think 170 well that's that's a good healthy we, number we, we, were, we were aiming to hopefully keep it under 215 and a lot of people said no I think really? also yeah my uncle who's a doctor I think maybe was I don't know if he knew it was it was it was outside sort of and this was I think people were still afraid of COVID last what was it like oh it was like yeah. six months ago didn't come, sent an incredible gift. Now that's, that's what I'm talking that's, about. That's what you're that's about. what I now I don't have to pay for him to be there. And he sent me an incredible <laughs> gift. And I'm like, this should be everyone, hopefully. That's like that's the best. <laughs> that is the pinnacle. best case scenario. Most of people who didn't come sent a gift. So I'm like, Listen, All right. you send a good gift, you leave a comment on the picture, that's even better. I don't need any of that like, shit. Let's boost up the engagement. <laughs> um, Literally. <laughs> Let's do a top five. So we've been doing some top fives in the Ooh, show, which I think mean? is fun. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna. I want to kind of rattle them off. So, yeah. Michael, I'm gonna see if you can bring up uh, a top five. It doesn't have to be precise for this one, but I'm gonna try to see what what we think. We'll go back and forth, see if we can nail it. Uh, we'll see okay. if we can get a consensus on. I want to do top five. Maybe we'll just do our own preferences. Okay. okay? So we'll, we'll rattle back and forth. How about I do one based on what you guys have been talking about? If you want to pull that up, I'm going to do one with him. Yeah, okay. On uh, top five, I want your top five Italian-American dishes. <sighs> okay, so Italian-American, I'm not sure what that means. I would just go Italian dishes. Uh, but I, Okay, so I think uh, my – okay, so my, do I go from five to, to one? Yeah. Mm. Or you can give one, and then I'll give one, and we'll go back and forth. Okay. Well, we'll my we top can... of all, I, my favorite is fettuccine alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo, that yeah. really shocks me. Really? That's a big spread on quality. You can get yeah. some shit Fettuccine Alfredo. I, well, what, what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the Here's shittiest the, one I've ever had or, the, or my ideal one? You go into an Italian restaurant in Ohio or New York, Fettuccine Alfredo is what you're looking at. That's the pre, that's your number one. Because a lot of people well, are going to disagree Well, now I'm in Ohio. What am I doing in Ohio? <laughs> Why am I in Ohio? I dropped you in Ohio. <laughs> I've actually, but, one of the best places I've ever had in my life was in Toledo, Ohio. It was an incredible restaurant, or right, right next to the comedy, the comedy club. Anyway, so um, your number one Italian dish is fettuccine Alfredo. That's like what that's that's what I get. Um, okay. Uh, usually, if it's made right, or am I thinking of something else? No, man, I love I, I love a cheesy sauce. I got I white put, sauce. I put chicken. I love a white sauce. I I like getting it with chi with like grilled chicken. This is very American. I don't even know if Italians do this. They don't add. They don't definitely don't add chicken. <laughs> but I'm also trash. So like this could be banging at a great place. This is banging at Chili's. Okay, fettuccine Alfredo. 
You're number one. I go Damn, chicken I, I, parm. I, I, I think one. I was gonna be chicken parm. You want to talk about a fucking zero about? to ten scale? Are you insane? Chicken parm, I think, is always good. It's really that hard is, to fuck that, that up. That is that is the craziest it's thing. It's melted cheese that is and the, fried that chicken. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. You have my mom's chicken parm, best in the world. I'll give you that. You had a bad chicken parm, like on a fucking plane. Where do you get chicken parm on a plane? I, I had a lasagna on a plane before. <laughs> Have you yeah, ever had chicken parm at like a shitty restaurant? It's the most rubbery, disgusting thing in the world. How dare you say fettuccine Alfredo has that much of a range? Fettuccine uh, Alfredo. Dude, chicken parm can be so gross. It could be so gross. No, I disagree. I think it has less variables than a fettuccine Alfredo. No, uh, because here, the here. shittiest fettuccine Alfredo was like stock, like Applebee's. I'll give you the biggest variable in all of Italian cooking is meatballs. Yes. Meatballs is a, you can have a, I, I agree completely. You can I have only eat my mother's or fireflies in fireflies. Studio City. This place in LA has the best has, has their veal meatballs. They're fucking insane. So we agree that meatballs shouldn't even be considered on the list because I, I think it's I no, think because home people, people probably have two meatballs. That's it. Like their their grandmas or their aunts or something yeah. like that. That's but it. you can have it's all a bunch of bullshit when it comes to meatballs. Shit, fettuccine now, now Alfredo, I'm chicken that I said parm. That, but do you like fettuccine Alfredo? I used to like fettuccine Alfredo because I used to work in an Italian restaurant and that was like typically something I could get. Okay, and was I, it I, good? I, it was it was at fine. The, at yeah. the Italian restaurant, it was good. Yeah, but okay. you're eating a bowl of it's a bowl of cheese soup at the end of the day. I mean, you know? I didn't say I was. I also elegant. don't eat Italian food out hardly because it's it, it's the variation of so like There's the meatball thing. I went to really upscale Italian place recently. And there was cinnamon in the meatball. I was like, what the go fuck, fuck am I well, eating? That, go that you got to do like this. And, and I bang your fork on it and leave. I asked. I said, is there cinnamon in the meatball? And the guy goes, oh yes, it's perfect. I go, no, it is not. Cinnamon. It is disgusting. There's some people who think that cinnamon goes in everything. That's cinnamon. It's definitely not going meatballs. No. All right, fettuccine Alfredo, chicken parm. Um, well, the number one thing should be pizza, but pizza, sure. Uh, I'll I'll put pizza up there. Pizza's in the top five. Um, uh, chicken. We'll go. Oh, I, I'll throw a lasagna in there. I kind of feel the way about meatballs. I do with lasagna. Blah, blah, bunch of bullshit. I I feel like it's hard to get a really good lasagna. I mean, I like I like my mom's. I like my 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 dad's mom made a good lasagna. Um, it's I feel like uh, it depends. It depends where you get it. Now, now all of a sudden, I don't know what way the fuck your scales at. I'm in Ohio, I'm, <laughs> so like if you're if you're if you're in New York or New Jersey and you get the ingredients locally, you get fresh mozzarella from the from the the Salomeria. You get the you get the you know the pasta, the the, the long noodles from from a good place, and you have good sauce. Can't be bad, but like if you're having all generic shit in the middle of the country, on the, I would never get lasagna on the road. Are you like? No, I couldn't get lasagna. I guess I, my to the Ohio example. I think Ohio lasagna has got to be shit. It's got to be like that. What about a chicken piccata? Um, I love chicken piccata. Yeah, that's good. I'm not. I'm not too big when like when it's just that's kind of just chicken, really. Chicken, lemony sauce, a caper. It's, it's delicious. I love capers. I, I love. Capers my mom basically made that like two nights ago when I was staying with her, but like. It's good. I feel like it's not Italian enough. It feels like it's it's a it's like lemony and it's delicious, but it's it's kind of just chicken. Okay. I like when Italian is very much like Mexican. You gotta have like it's basically a little little pasta with a little noodle and maybe like some sort of maybe crunch from like a breadcrumb <laughs> or a like I like I like when the ingredients come together. Cheese, sauce, noodles. Are right, you get the last last Italian pick? Um ah oh, fuck. Could be a sandwich. Yeah, we didn't even have prosciutto in this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe 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 a maybe a sandwich or, I mean, I love I love penny alla vodka. I mean, you gotta go. 
Anala vodka is a good one. That's a good yeah, pick. I mean, if, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm getting chicken parm or if I'm getting like a chicken parm hero, I'm getting vodka sauce. I feel like ala vodka is harder to fuck up than fettuccine alfredo. Interesting. I would love to know where you get Betty Fettuccine Alfredo. We're going to Ohio. Okay. And we're going to have all these yeah, things. Yeah. That's where we'll have our scale. Um, um, yeah. It's either that or like, if you, I don't know if you, there's a place, Filoncino on Staten Island. It's the best Italian sandwich you will ever have in your life. I will put it against anything. Yeah. Filoncino. Um, I've actually want, wanted to take a Staten Island uh, culinary adventure. Staten Island. Just to get the, sandwiches. The only reason why Staten Island's not up there is because people like to hate on Staten Island. That's it. Pe but, pe people will say this isn't as good just because it's not in Brooklyn because they want to be cool and anti like what's I guess Staten Island's like a red place so all people love to hate it because it's like conservative it's the best food in the fucking world I think it's the only place in New York that has true Italian not in the world I apologize like to Paris and shit but <laughs> <laughs> it's the best but food Italian, Italian American uh, delis it's like the only place that's left in yeah. New York Staten Island, Staten Island is like the last of the Mohicans for like typical what you envision a new yorker to be yeah you know like the like uh, mona lisa Vito or <laughs> hey, i'm walking over here like that when you see people like that in the city who work for con ed they live on staten island <laughs> yeah like they're not they're not living in you know bushwick um <laughs> uh, we're gonna round out the show with a top five from mike and then we'll, uh, we'll so quit. uh we'll see if we can guess these according to women's health magazine what oh, are the top, great publication what are the top five uh non-cash wedding gifts Oh, I love this. To okay, give. top five non-cash wedding Fuck. gifts. This is pretty. just literal cash money. So we're, we're writing we're a check. Gonna, Anything else guess, is on the board. Tell us where it's on the list. Okay, so this, this is pretty broad, though. How many guesses? It is. Do you get? And I'm gonna. I'll, I'll. I'll tell you this. The number one thing I wait, think wait, wait, is, wait. is. No, no, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Okay. I'm just to give. I get set, excited about yeah, this. Yeah, I want to set like the a, stage a little bit. The number one thing I'd be like, oh, that's a pretty solid gift. Like it's a cool idea. Okay. Everything else, I'm like. Ugh, like okay. who would do like if I got this I'd be like take it back. These are top five non-cash wedding gifts according to Women's Health magazine. I'm gonna go cooking appliance. Um, I'll give that to you. That's number two. It is Pots a uh, date night cookbook and activities for couples. So it's a cooking related gift. Cooking related oh, gift. God, okay. All right. Is... So I got number if two. If I got that, yeah, get away from me. I think that's a pretty good it's one. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, date night thing? No, I'm, I'm, I, need, I need you to pay my electrical <laughs> bill for a year. Give me the Scott. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, this is probably not going to be up there, but is vacuum on there? No, there's actually no appliances on this list. Wow. Yeah. See, the, he already threw me off with like the date night thing. That's okay. already not in my wheelhouse of people. I don't know who I don't know who these women are. No, they're just... Crystalware. No. China? No. That is not on this, this list. Vacation gift certificates. The number one thing is an Airbnb gift card. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But that one's legit. If you get like a big ass Airbnb gift card, like but this the is people were thinking of, I, these are going to be like a hundred dollars. I feel like who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got number one and two. We got Airbnb vacation gift card, and we have cookbook kitchen, activity, yeah. kitchen appliance. Mm -hmm. One of these three. is so bad that I would I would unfamily these people. <laughs> they Wedding gifts that are non cash. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, two of them are pretty. Uh, some type of jewelry. No. Oh, uh, area rug. <laughs> home, home, home decor. Condoms. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not for Catholic weddings. Yeah. Uh, the number five thing is a pushpin world map that you put on your wall, so wow. you can pushpin all That's the places very you've specific. been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, but I'm giving it to you because that is home decor. In a sense. I can't. I can't even. I can't even, my brain would never have went there because no. that's, what is that, $7? <laughs> yeah, that's a $7 total. gift. A Roomba. 
I said no appliances. No appliances. That's a vacuum. Oh, that's a that's a remote vacuum. That's a, like a little dog. Oh, I'm sorry. You think I would have I said no to that? <laughs> yeah, come on. I would have fucking objected <laughs> to that. I gave Judges, you push please. pin world map. <laughs> the number three one is a good one, and the number four one is is uh, truly th- disassociate yourself with these. Number people. three, some type of framed photo. I'm gonna give it to you. It's a camera. Ah. So it's a camera. That's not a bad one. Yeah. Okay, so we're missing one? We're missing number four. I mean, who doesn't have a camera these days, though? Yeah, but a nice camera, you know? Yeah, I, I guess. I, Photography I, camera? For yeah. this list? It's probably list. a preschool yeah, uh, Fisher Price well, one. Well, so I'm a generalizing a little map. bit. They're saying a waterproof <laughs> GoPro, but I'm a going waterproof camera. Go- okay, the most okay. that thing is $300, yeah. which is a decent one, but I mean, come on. That your iPhone, that's probably just as good. So you're never going to get number four. And a I'm never million years, it. but give, give one shot apiece. Swim trunks. <laughs> a a hall pass to have sex with one of the in-laws. All of that would be better than this. It is a, uh, you know those casting kits where you hold your hand, hold oh, hands and put it so in, stupid. and then you make Stop. a hand. What, what are we in, Lake George? <laughs> that, what type of bullshit list? Where'd you say this is from? Like Women's w- Health Magazine. All right. Dude, if you I know, go, Big Mike, can we get a real list? Yeah, what I type mean, of list is this? If I had to carry home a clay set of a fucking mold of my hand. So to be fair, most of these lists are, are they're all just linking you back so they can make money. Affiliate. So these pages. affiliate links are a little yeah. bit tough. So like, there's another top five list. Magic spoon cereal. <laughs> That's like a things remembered, you know, book of all the photos, and then like a. So we had that on there. Photo. A list. wine subscription, an Apple AirTag, a, a coffee maker. They all vary wow. a little bit, but they're all like. Attainable enough to buy something, but that's, these all that's perpetuate each other because, like, what ends up happening is you put these top five lists of what people are getting, and then when people are looking to gift, they find this list and they just keep buying the same that shit. That would be so. Glamour claims that this is the 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 top things that um, anybody would be happy to receive as a wedding gift, and so they're saying things like cash, silverware, that's a good gift, toaster, <laughs> kitchenware. This was literally my list. Uh, Who doesn't own a toaster? Baking... <laughs> could you imagine if you're like, I wish I could make toast. Oh God, we gotta finally, get Grandma, thank a you. water pour, a water pitcher, towels. You know, so there are the classic. Those, those, are, classic. those are at least usable. Right, Embroidered right towel. I would take an embroidered towel. New initials. I'll, I'll take. I'll just take a nice towel. Go to Costco. Get me a couple of towels. I'll, I'll be cool with the that. The towel game is crazy. Like you go to a nice hotel, you don't realize that like uh, a great towel can change your day. You ever, oh, you, yeah. ever get a, you ever get a Costco towel? Oh my God, Costco has. They rockin' towels? Oh, they got nice towels. They are thick. They're actually almost too good. They feel like a blanket. It's like, I, I kind of <laughs> like a cheap towel to soak up the water. This, like, they're so thick. They're like, like nine bucks, I think. Really? Maybe $10. I'm sorry. I'm probably well, we're going to have an affiliate link for the top five. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Use them and then return them. I think they get a return policy. Um, all right. Well, thanks for coming on. Of course, man. I appreciate I had a great you time coming here. Buddy. I'm glad you were in to town. And, um... You want to put your uh, your links for socials or where people can find sure, you? Sure, yeah. Tour? I mean, everywhere, ericdelisandro.com for tickets. Um, Eric Delisandro is my Instagram as well. I just everywhere is the same thing. Um, I'll be in, oh my God, I don't even know. I'll be, I'll, I have big shows in Jer- with uh, the great Vic DiBetetto. We have a, a couple of headline, co-headlining shows in Jersey, Brooklyn. Uh, and then I'm going to be, uh, my, my own solo shows, I'll be all over the place. Florida, Jersey, I'm doing, uh, I was just... East Coast, but I'll be in uh, L.A., San Diego. I don't know. Go on my website and find some dates. Austin. <laughs> I'm doing all over the place. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. And as always, uh, like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you like Hit and that follow bell. the show.
Yeah, I don't know if there's a bell in there, but if there is, I don't know. I'm always hearing it. that. Um, there's a bell. Thank you guys for tuning in. Big thanks to Big Mike. We'll be back next week with another episode of Mahalo Deuces. Out.